Hello everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. New listeners and old, we appreciate everyone who's tuning in on... I mean, we really are business end now. If, if we haven't used that cliche in every show in, you know, in the last month, we're definitely <laughs> using it now because it's the League One final day. It is, yeah, League One final day. Two games left to play in League Two. Two games left to play as well in the majority of the teams in the Championship. Um, so, yeah, lots will be decided, I'm sure, this weekend. Um, lots to sink our teeth into. As ever on the podcast, we are sponsored by our good friends at matchbook.com. Please do check out Matchbook. You can bag yourself a £30 free bet. So all you have to do is sign up and use the registration code TFB Podcasts. And if you place a £30 bet, or a bet up to £30, doesn't have to be £30. And if it loses, you'll be refunded as a free bet up to the value of your stake into your account. So please do check that one out and help support the pod. Um, as ever, we're going to be going through each of the leagues. So we're going to go through the Prem, the Championship, League One and League Two, picking out our betting highlights and why it's sure to be a, a tasty set of fixtures this weekend. Tasty but tough, I think I should add, especially in League One. Yeah, yeah, slim pickings. Uh... <laughs> but anyway, there's going to be plenty of tips throughout the leagues. Yeah, so we'll dive straight in to Saturday then with the Premier League. Um, it kicks off at Newcastle against Liverpool. So Newcastle, as you'd expect, the outsiders, they're 9.0 to get the win. The draw is 5.0 and uh, Liverpool 1.44. Liverpool obviously still fighting out in the Champions League. They've got one foot in the final after their 2-0 win over Villarreal in midweek. Um do you reckon they can get another win against a an informed Newcastle side? I think this is going to be a, a fairly stern test for Liverpool, but you'd back them to come out on top, right? Yeah, you, you'd back Liverpool to come out on top. I think there are better bets with less risk and more reward this weekend, I think. Uh, yeah, Newcastle, I mean, I've been waiting for Newcastle to, you know, revert back to type for quite a while now and, and it's not happening. It looks like they're going to finish in the top half, which is absolutely <laughs> mad. Um, so, yeah, you've got to give them a ton of credit. One thing I think it's worth mentioning, so there's a lot of stuff with Man City about, you know, Pep Roulette and, you know, constantly chopping and changing players for different games. Jurgen Klopp prefers to kind of run his players into the ground and keep the rhythm and momentum coming. So you may see one or two changes, but I don't expect them to, to be making any wholesale changes between now and the end of the season, unless circumstances change in the league where they can't win it or they've already won it, you know, and uh, game's on the horizon. So, yeah, just yeah. a little tidbit of uh, information there. Yeah, OK. Uh, we'll move to Villa against Norwich then. That's the first of a few, of a few three o'clock kickoffs. Villa very short. 1.41, they're shorter than Liverpool. Um, so, you know, considering they've not won in the last five games in no sort of form whatsoever, yes, they're at home to, to Norwich, who are pretty much all but down, not mathematically yet, but almost there. Uh, Norwich themselves won just one game in the league in the last 11. They're 9.4 to get the win, but considering the poor sides of and their poor form, I, no way I'm going to go for either of these, really. But to be fair, 9.4 for Norwich is quite big. 
Well, yeah, that, that's what I'm, that's what I have wrote down here. You know, I flirted with Norwich double chance, um, and I, I couldn't talk myself into it to be honest with you because I'm trying to I'm trying to find a happy medium between going against Villa at the moment because they they look terrible, mm. but then when I have a look at you know who I'm backing in Norwich, it, it becomes pretty grim. Lowest scorers, worst defense, second worst uh, over the last eight games, bottom of the actual table. You know, it, it goes on and on. Second worst home record, second worst away record. They're a bad, bad team. Might be worth a, a speculative fiver or something like that on Norwich to win if you if you've got a little bit of spare cash in your account. But yeah, uh, two bad teams. Not sure what's going to happen, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, fine. Well, not finally. Next, <laughs> then we've got Southampton against Crystal Palace. Southampton two point five two. 3.45 for the draw, 3.15 for Palace. This is 13th against 14th in the league. So, you know, a very comfortable lower mid-table clash here. Uh, neither side with really anything to play for apart from pride and Premier League prize money. Yeah, maybe a few extra bonuses. I don't, I don't really know, to be honest with you, what no. these guys are playing for. Uh, yeah, really, really tough to call. I think uh, Palace, three clean sheets. Uh, f- first thing, Tom, that came to my head actually was um, was both teams to score. Like when I looked at it just with a naked eye and then did some digging and, you know, Palace have been resolute at the back, even though they're missing a couple of a key personnel. Um, Southampton maybe drying up somewhat, very relied on a, on a Ward-Prowse free kick. And uh, you know a, a great set, a great sorry, open play goal as well. So the only thing that I've been kind of looking at is uh, under two point five goals. Uh, I don't know what you think to that, but you know when you think of who's been scoring the goals recently for uh, for Southampton, there's not a lot going on. So yeah, uh, under two point five goals is priced at one point six six. So odds against. Yeah, um, I can kind of, I can see it, absolutely. It just kind of scares me a little bit with the end of season games, like we're saying, with nothing mm. to play for. It could yeah. be a it could be a bore, boring one because nobody really cares that much. Or it could be a, let's just go for it. No one's got anything to lose. It could end up 3-0. Who knows? <laughs> but, 100%. 100%. But yeah, completely agree with where you're coming from, though, with the, uh, with the under 2.5. Um, let's move into Watford against Burnley then. Here's an interesting one. 2.78 for Watford at home. They're the favourites. Uh, 3.4 for the draw and 2.84 for Burnley. I just can't go for Watford, especially being favourites at home. Like Norwich, they're kind of all but down. Burnley showing, you know, a surprising revival since the sacking of Sean Dice. They've won the last two games in a row. It's seen them lift themselves out of the relegation zone. And I think with that form, that momentum they're starting to build, they've backed themselves against the Watford side here who have lost 10 consecutive league games in a row at home. You know, 2.84 for Burnley, the form they're in, can put a a pretty much final nail in Watford's coffin. Uh, I think that looks a good price to me. Yeah, definitely. When you consider, Tom, there's a five-point gap between the worst home records in the league, Watford, with seven points from 16 games. Norwich, 12 points from 17 games. Watford actually have the second worst home record points per game in the 92. 
they are only they are only worse off than can you guess? Uh, Scunthorpe. They're only better off. Sorry, yeah, Scunthorpe. Exactly, exactly that. So yeah, I'm back in Burnley here. Like what I see, clean sheets. Uh, two out of three. Uh, Veghorst back to his best. It looks like uh, people like Collins ste- stepping in at centre half. Um, yeah, I- I'm I'm taking Burnley. I I don't see why you can take Watford and for them to be favourites is sickening. No, but we'll gobble it up. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. Uh, Final three o'clock then, Wolves against Brighton. Um, Another one for me here. You know, you're looking at the odds. Wolves are 2.84, Brighton are 2.88. So, you know, the punters on Matchbook are like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. not really sure, you know, toss your coin. And I feel exactly the same way. Yeah, so do I. So do I. And again... Especially with Brighton. I feel like Brighton have the the capabilities to score three or four. I don't think Wolves do. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, again, I was looking at unders because 70.59% of Brighton's games and 69.7% of Wolves games in the league this year been under 2.5. So everything points towards that. But again, Tom, it was the, uh, it was the beach that scared me off. Yep. Yep, indeed. Uh, finally then for Saturday, Leeds against Man City. Leeds, the outsiders, as you'd expect, priced at 11.0. The draw 6.2 and Man City 1.33. Um, obviously, Man City are going to have one big eye on the second leg of the Champions League semi-final against Real Madrid coming up in midweek. But, you know, we've seen it countless times. Pep can rotate. You know, Foden comes out, Grealish comes in, etc. I think that they'll get another comfortable win here against Leeds who can't really defend all that well, as we've seen under, under Jesse Marsh. Um, yeah, it shouldn't be too uncomfortable, I don't think, for City. But I won't be backing it at the prices. Yeah, yeah, can't back it at the price. I feel similar to this as I do to the uh, Liverpool game. Um, I think Liverpool's game is harder. But yeah, uh, Man City should win. But I think risk versus reward um, you know, I think there are a much better bets out there this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then moving on to the three Sunday games. Uh, two at two o'clock. First one being Everton against Chelsea. Everton 5.3 for the win. The draw 3.8 and Chelsea 1.77. Uh, either, either team you fancy strongly here, mate? Yeah, Chelsea. I've done this before. I've done this That's before. Easy. Yeah, yeah. I, I've done this before, mate, where... You know, there's all these clouds around Chelsea and now it's Rudiger leaving. And, you know, it's uh, the the fact that there aren't fans in the stands and, it's, it's, you know, it's just been a constant cloud, really, hasn't it, for the last, mm. what, four months, three months or so. Uh, but they get the job done. And I don't, I haven't seen anything from Everton, nothing to suggest that they can put on a performance against Chelsea here. Sure, they were decent against Liverpool for periods, but ultimately Liverpool, you know, got a comfortable win in the end. And I can see something similar here. Everton, lots of huff and puff. Chelsea with the quality, you know, get the win. Chelsea lost one in their last six games, winning uh, four of them. Yeah, I don't see why you can back Everton here. Yep, completely agree. Um 
Tottenham Leicester then, that's the next two o'clock. 1.49 for Spurs, 4.8 for the draw and 7.6 for Leicester. Um, I'm happy to side with Spurs here. Again, another fairly short price in the Prem, but I will take it. Uh, I just think with Leicester, as we've spoken about with other teams, the only thing really they've got to play for is the Conference League. Uh, we've seen them draw one all. We're recording on the Thursday night. We've just seen that one all draw against uh, against Roma. And yeah, I think all eyes really for Leicester are going to be on that because nothing to play for really in the league apart from final placings and a bit of extra prize money. So you may see a bit of rotation you know, in the Leicester squad to keep people a bit fresh for that second leg coming up uh, in midweek after this game. And Spurs obviously at home, gunning for the top four, falling slightly behind the race uh, in their battle with Arsenal. So I think they're all going to be going for this despite their wobbly couple of results. I think they'll be back on the uh, the three-point train this weekend. Yeah, aligned. Definitely aligned here. Big yeah. opportunity for Tottenham. Big opportunity here. Yeah, Leicester, bigger fish to fry. Back in Spurs. Yeah. Um, right then, Sunday at 4.30, we've got West Ham against Arsenal. So 4.8 for West Ham. 3.95 for the draw and 1.8 for Arsenal. Uh, also a little bit short there for you because they look at to me, uh, I wouldn't be entirely comfortable backing them at 1.8, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, mate. I, a little bit short. I, I did want to back them, and I was trying to find a couple of angles, you know, to try and make it better. Both teams to score and Arsenal to win. All, all these things were explored. Ultimately, I came up with, I think Arsenal will get the job done and they'll win, but I'm a bit disappointed with the price. Yeah, I guess, you know, they're... Two most recent results, beating Man U and Chelsea. Maybe that probably factors into it a little bit. Um, yeah, so I think so. Some, they've had some good wins there, to be fair to them, scoring, scoring some uh, good numbers of goals. So, yeah, again, maybe with West Ham, one eye on the, uh, the Europa League second leg coming up in, uh, mm. in midweek. Yeah. Monday then, the final game in the Prem that we're going to cover. It's Man U against Brentford. 1.78 for United, 3.95 for the draw. And 4.7 for Brentford. Uh, anything you fancy strongly here? I mean, uh, we've gone down this route before, haven't we, with United, where I remember they played Norwich, Tom, uh, not long ago, and we couldn't fancy, we literally couldn't back them. No. We couldn't back them. They got the job done. And what I'm, why I'm using that is it's because a good segue into uh, both teams to score pick. 1.78 yeah. for both teams to score. I, I can't pick a result. Brentford, uh, they've they've been kind of bookends, Brentford, I feel like. Started off well, absolutely horrible in the middle, and they're uh, finishing well. So, yeah, they're, they're playing really well at the moment. United don't trust them at all. When there's Ronaldo, there's a chance, as we've seen. Um, and obviously, they've got players more than capable of, of turning it on on the day. Uh, but... We don't know what we're going to get from them. They're probably not going to make top four, I'd say. They've got no cup finals coming up. They're just running out the clock until Ten Hag gets here. And then, obviously, there's a gargantuan summer ahead. So, yeah, uh, both teams to score is my tip. Can't back United. Yeah, agreed. I was going to say the same thing. United, no, no clean sheets in the last eight consecutive games across all competitions. Um Yep, so that then rounds up the Premier League. Let's just take a moment to talk about our sponsors at Matchbook and how you can get involved there, and then we'll cover the EFL. 
Yeah, so we are delighted to be partnered with Matchbook for this season. Uh, they've been absolutely fantastic partners to us. And they are bringing the listeners and viewers a offer if you are a new customer. So if you open a new account, uh, you get up to £30 essentially risk-free. So you can put it on our treble, for example, later on in the show, or you could back something else. And if it loses, you'll get that money back as a free bet, not withdrawable, but as a free bet to put on something else. Uh, obviously, there are terms and conditions, as, such as over 18s only, just like the rest of our entire show. Uh, so please check that out. You will need a sign-up code, otherwise it will not activate the offer. TFB, as in the football betting podcast. So TFB podcast. Make sure you put that in when you're signing up. And uh, yeah, check out matchbook.com for all the best offers on your football. Yeah, please do help. Support the pod and check that out. Uh, right then, Tom, lots to sort out in the Football League. So let's dive straight in with the Championship, shall we? Uh, get us kicked off with one that you fancy here. Yeah, I'm back in Sheffield United, I think. The Friday it's, Nighter. Yeah, it's a Friday Nighter. So, uh, you know, 99% of our listeners and viewers are going to be listening and watching this on Friday. So a little bit of a short runway. Uh, but yeah, I fancy Sheffield United. Uh, Mark Warburton, I think, has basically confirmed that he's going to leave without, yeah, you know, the, an official. Yeah, I don't think there's been the press release, but he's essentially there said there yeah, has. It's done. Yeah, it's done. It's done. <clears throat> yeah, they announced it. I saw it literally a couple of hours ago on the QPR right. Twitter feed. They've, uh, yeah. Well, that's it. Bread is no more. So the bread has gone stale, as they say. <laughs> So, yeah, Sheffield United come into town. Uh, Pressure on Sheffield United. They currently hold that last playoff spot. They are trying to fend off uh, competitors. They they haven't been great, but I always feel like Sheffield United are quite dangerous. For me, they've got one of the best creators in the league, Morgan Gibbs-White. Every time I watch the highlights, Gibbs-White is creating a goal for somebody. Uh, Billy Sharp came back to fitness in the last game. He had a little run out, even though Endai was the one who scored against Cardiff. Expect Billy Sharp, the all-time championship top scorer, to be put back in if he is available to start from the off. And and QPR, it's, I mean, there's always one team. There's always the, you know, very cliche. There's always the team that came, that comes from nowhere. That's Nottingham Forest this year. And there's always the team that were in the driving seat and dropped off. And that's both. Blackburn and QPR. QPR find themselves in 11th position. They're six points off the playoffs. With two games to go, it's, it's not happening. Their chances are at less than 1%. Um, so, yeah, it's a sad way to end the season and obviously a sad way to end Warburton's tenure. Uh, if you are riding with me, you can get Sheffield United at a healthy 1.93. Let's move on to Millwall at home to Peterborough. Millwall are priced at 1.49 to get the victory at home this weekend. Um, pretty good at the Den in recent weeks. They've won six of the last eight games at home, drawing one and losing the other one. Um, so, yeah, this for me is kind of like Millwall's must win if they still want to have a chance at the playoffs. They're currently three points outside, uh, playing Bournemouth on final day in their last game. So, yeah, they really need to get a win at home to Peterborough here to, to stand any chance, even though there is a very much an outside chance right now. 
Um, so yeah, needs must for Millwall. Peterborough already relegated, so nothing to play for. Maybe a little bit downhearted after what's happened. Everything up in the air, you know, who's going to be staying, who's going to be going. Players want to leave, maybe one on the exit door, who knows. Uh, so yeah, I think Millwall should have enough to win here considering their good home form and everything else that's going off around them. Yes. I'm sure. Sure. Don't I don't know. I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in Millwall, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, that Birmingham game, Birmingham, let's not forget the state Birmingham were in before. I know. Um, they played against Millwall. They, they were an absolute laughing stock. And, you know, Millwall needed a 93rd minute goal to save something from there. So I'm not convinced by him. Uh, another season in the champ, I think. Uh, Speaking of another season in the champ, that is not is not what is happening to Derby County. They will be in League One next season. They are travelling to Blackpool as a medium to decent following. Uh, Derby fans, I think this is their their last opportunity to have a championship away day. You know, seaside, decent weather. So I think there's a decent travelling there. But ultimately, I'm looking at Wayne Rooney and his comments about what kind of team he's going to be playing. We saw it in midweek. He basically came out and said, look, I'm going to have to have a look at a couple of the youth lads um, and see if they're, see if they're up to it in, the, in these last three games. So relegation confirmed. Doesn't really matter to Derby where they finish, I don't think. And yeah, Rooney's basically come out and said, you know, we're basically going to play a handful of youth players. So to be going away to Blackpool who are really enjoying this kind of end-of-season, uh, free-flowing vibe. I try to use, I try to not use the word beach with Blackpool. Um, <laughs> and I just realised that by saying that, I did. Uh, in their last home game, they beat Birmingham 6-1. Birmingham in a sorry state, um, similar to Derby in terms of the, the kind of, uh, you know, the mood around the camp, etc., uh, they got a win against Barnsley, similar assignment to Derby, maybe. Uh, that was away from home. Drew away at Luton. Luton, you know, still trying to lock in that playoff spot at the time. So, yeah, a really good draw there. Fancy Blackpool to go and get a comfortable win at Bloomfield Road. Uh, they're 1.93. And honestly, I thought it was going to be a lot shorter. When you, when you factor Blackpool against Derby and then like Man City and Liverpool, I'd rather back Blackpool any day of the week at that price than uh, yeah. Man City and, and Liverpool. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think uh, that's a very good tip this week. Um, I think they'll win. And yeah, good insight as well with the Rudy comments around the youth players. Because mm. I think, you know, once the team sheets are announced and if that is that is true, Blackpool's price will absolutely slide from that 1.93 yeah. that we're seeing at the moment. Yeah, get on now. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, one more really for me. Uh, Forest against Swansea. Uh, I'm going to go for both teams to score here. I, I kind of hope it isn't. <laughs> but, mm. And I think I hope we win comfortably, but I think it will be. Uh, wherever Swansea go, entertainment seems to follow at the moment. So they've got five games in a row that have all been both teams to score. They scored at least three goals in four of their last nine games as well. So Piro, Obafemi looking very dangerous up front for them. Obviously, um, do have a habit of conceding plenty of goals as well. We saw them just in midweek concede three to Bournemouth. Uh, 
couple of weeks ago, four to Reading as well. So, you know, they do have uh, kind of a soft, soft uh, defence there that can be exploited. Um, and I also am slightly concerned with Forrest's injury issues. We found out today Lewis Graben is out for the rest of the season. That adds to the fact Keenan Davis is already out, Sam Surridge, Jack Colback, Zink and Argel, all potentially also missing for Forest. So another three first team players could be out. Um, so that worries me. And yeah, I, I'm not sure which way this is going to go, considering the potential absences for Forest and Swansea's attacking threat. So both teams to score at 1.95 for me here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Perot and Obafemi, yeah. Possibly the best strike partnership in the league at the moment. I would say, you know, Mitro is his own thing and him and Solanke are in their own world. Uh, but yeah, along with Keenan Davis when fit and Brennan Johnson, uh, I think these two are right up there. So yeah, I think, yeah, I'm with you. Put it that way. Um, in terms of anything else, I think we'll be able to get Monday night I think we're going to be able to get a Fulham win um, to back 1.57. They're really short. Uh, they're playing against Luton. Luton obviously, you know, have to sew up that playoff spot. Uh, they're in fifth. Uh, it's pretty much decided that they'll be in there, but barring a massive collapse, but uh, they've still got a bit of work to do. So I'm looking at Fulham and licking their wounds from the Forest game. They felt pretty uh, hard done by in the loss. Uh, I think they uh, they played okay. I think Mitrovic was was pretty much man marked out of the game by an outstanding Forest Central defensive three. Um, they basically just took turns beating him up. I think and uh, <laughs> and he did the same to them. Uh, so I don't think they're going to be denied twice. Fulham, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom. They can win the league with a win. Yeah, so Monday night, under the lights. Luton, in my opinion, nowhere near the levels that Forrest are showing um, at the moment, even though Luton did beat Forrest a few weeks ago. I think we'll get a Fulham win and we will watch them lift that title. Yeah, well, depending on the Bournemouth result on Saturday, they might have already won the league by the time this game rolls around. So it might be a big celebration, uh, league winning celebration party there. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Keep your eye on that one. Yeah. Uh, right. League one then. Shall we dive in? Yeah, let's dive in. Uh, I'll get us kicked off with one that I'm really hot on this week. Um, and it's Bolton. Bolton Wanderers. Uh, you know, a lot of the teams that we've read out, Tom, are teams that have something worth fighting for at the moment. You know, people chasing playoffs, promotion, trying to stay up, etc. Bolton are none of those, to be honest with you. They are in 10th position. They cannot, they mathematically cannot make the playoffs. It's been an excellent season for Bolton. I think it's worth remembering that they're newly promoted, I think, because they are Bolton Wanderers. I don't think they get the, the credit that they deserve. Uh, I think we're giving more credit, and maybe rightfully so, to you know a Morecambe or a, a Cheltenham or a Cambridge. Um, but yeah, Bolton... Uh, looking like they are one to watch for next season. They've got a home game against Fleetwood. Now, Fleetwood, complete opposite end of the spectrum. Fleetwood in real danger of going down this weekend. They are in massive, massive trouble. 
Uh, I'm just going to have a look at the league table here. So they are 20th, which is the first safety spot, essentially. But they're only there on goal difference. It is a gargantuan goal difference of around 18 goals uh, different. So that's okay. But uh, below them, um, Wimbledon, Doncaster, etc., all kind of keeping an eye on them. So Fleetwood, a little bit of pressure on here. Um, I just fancy Bolton to carry on their good form. We've spoke about Swansea um, using the end of the season to basically put a run together and gather some momentum. Blackpool are doing the same thing and Bolton are doing the same, but no one's talking about it. Uh, maybe just because there's so much going on in League One, there's just no time to talk mm. about 10th place Bolton um, playing really well. But they've got more points than MK Dons over the uh, over the last eight games. Um, they've been strong all season in terms of going forward. You know, they've scored more goals than Plymouth and Rotherham and Portsmouth. And then in terms of defence, you know, it's probably a little less strong in terms of stat-wise uh, than I'd like. But they've won three in a row and they're unbeaten in their last seven. Um, I really fancy Bolton to come back last home game of the season, obviously last game of the season. And uh, put Fleetwood to the sword because I've seen nothing from Fleetwood. A home draw against Wimbledon was a huge red flag. Um, they played against Gillingham. That's a relegation rival. They got a nil-nil away from home. Didn't really lay a glove on anyone uh, either side. I'm just not convinced. I'm really not convinced at all. And I think Bolton will get a comfortable win. Yeah, concerning times for Fleetwood. Absolutely. Um... I think it's worth saying, you know, I don't think we mentioned it at the, t- at the top of League One, did we? It is the last game in mm. League One this weekend. So lots to play for in the relegation places, in the, the promotion places, the playoff places, still lots undecided. Every game kicks off on Saturday at 12.30. So make sure you do get your bets on for League One in time, a bit earlier than usual here. Um, yeah, so really excited to see what pans out. Um I'm going to go for Wickham to get a victory away at Burton Albion. Wickham are priced at 1.68. They're unbeaten in the last 11 games. They sit just outside the playoffs at the moment. Uh, They're on 80 points. I think it's phenomenal. I know it's been said a lot across social media, other pods, TV, whatever, but 80 points and they're not even guaranteed to be in the playoffs. That is like, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Whoever misses out, um, on the playoffs out of the top seven is so, so unlucky because I'm sure in the last, literally, probably 20 years, you 80 points would have got you in, surely. Definitely, definitely. Um, we did say it was going to be a strong league at the top this season. Yeah, we did. Uh, it has proven definitely to be. Uh, but yeah, Wickham kind of really need to get a win to give themselves a chance Um Otherwise, they're, they're kind of relying on on MK Dons to beat Plymouth away from home. So, yeah, Wickham to get a win. No losses in 11. They're against Burton. Very goal shy. Burton have scored just two goals, and that came in one game um, in the last seven games. So, yeah, not really hitting the back of the net much whatsoever. So, shouldn't threaten Wickham too much from a uh, offensive point of view. This also could be uh, Akin Fenwa's last game if they don't get the results they need and other results don't go their way. So, 
you know, an extra incentive, you know, for him to continue his career, continue that uh, it with a playoff push. So, yeah, I think Wickham should win here 1.68 and uh, do all that they can to secure a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah, I had Wickham wrote down here as one of the better bets, I think, this weekend for sure. Uh, let's talk about a team, Tom, that is is kind of stumbling a bit, but they should win the league. No? Wigan? They should sure. do it, shouldn't they? Surely. Yeah, sure. they're two points I, I can't clear. believe they blew it. Uh, in midweek, when they lost 3-2 to Portsmouth, yeah. I looked at the results at half-time, and they were up 2-0 at half-time against Portsmouth. Mm. And then I looked again at full time. They lost three two. I was like, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is Yeah, and this is against a Portsmouth team in ninth with absolutely no hope of making the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, very strange. I mean, they're only averaging one point two five points uh a game over their last eight, but on the season it's one point nine eight. So we're gonna Tom, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put aside the fact that Wigan are limping a little bit. They haven't won in the last five games. They've really, really struggled. But on the flip side, they're away at Shrewsbury and Shrewsbury haven't won in their last five either. And I'm looking at a capable Shrewsbury team and a sticky Shrewsbury team and a team that's actually scored a decent amount of goals than, than you know my perception of Shrewsbury would, would assume. And I'm going to back Wigan to get the win, to go up as champions. They've been the best team all season. I there's so many experienced winners, well, at that level anyway. I really do think that Wigan have the kind of the DNA within the club and the mentality to go on and finish the job. As we mentioned before, the last four times they've been in League One, uh, they've been promoted every time winning the league three out of four times. So yeah, Wigan, I mean, they're a short price, obviously because they are basically on the brink of being a uh, on the brink of being a championship team so it is 1.77 but I think we'll get a win here uh, Wigan will go up rightfully as champions yeah I can see that one for sure um, another one for me then Morecambe at home to Sunderland so again implications at both ends of the, of the division here Sunderland Currently inside the playoffs by one point, they're in fifth on eighty-one points. Uh, again, if they if they win this game, that will hundred percent cement their place within those playoffs. And Morecambe currently sat in nineteenth place. They're two points away from the relegation zone. They require uh, both Fleetwood and Gillingham to win their games in order for Morecambe to be relegated. So I think they're probably feeling pretty safe, but you know, they're not a hundred percent of the way there because you know, you never know what might happen in this crazy league. So I'm going to go for both teams to score for this tip. That's priced at 1.73. My angle is that both teams, like I say, have still got things to play for here. Sunderland playoffs, Morecambe to guarantee survival. And Morecambe absolutely know where the back of the net is at home. Uh, both teams have scored in 10 of the last 11 Morecambe home games. So with that record, you know, where they're scoring and also leaking in goals, and we throw in the fact that they ideally need to at least draw and Sunderland need to win, really. Uh, I can see this one being a, a bit of a goal fest, I think, especially if there's an early goal. Yeah, 
yeah, I'm with you. I had that one wrote down myself, actually. So thanks for reading that one out. Uh, I'm going to close it off for myself anyway. I don't know if you've got any more. We have a Lincoln tip, 1.78. I, I wish they were priced a little bit better. Um, I think this year was a blip for Lincoln. I have full faith in in the club and their recruitment and Michael Appleton to go out and, and be a at least a mid-table force next season. I think this is just a little bump in the road. They're playing against Crew, one of the worst League One teams in in history, in recent memory for sure. Um, so I expect them to sign off the campaign with a win and kind of, you know, go into uh, into preseason at least off the back of a win. Yep, cool. I agreed there. So let's move into League Two then. Let's box off the EFL for this week. Uh, two games to go in League Two. So uh, that rounds up next Saturday. So yeah, this Saturday, let's dive straight in with Sutton United at home to Bradford. Sutton are priced at 1.76 to get the victory. Uh, currently sat in seventh, which is the final playoff spot in League Two. They're in there by two points. Um, if they get a win against Bradford this weekend, they'll go to 76 points. And depending on other results, um, they may secure that playoff place this weekend. So big incentive for them to win. Bradford have got nothing to play for. Uh, Sutton's home form has been really good as well. They've not not actually lost a game at home uh, in 2022. So we've got a really strong record there. Uh, in the league, they've won five of the last six at home, scoring plenty of goals as well. We've recently seen them dispatch Scunthorpe 4-0, Rochdale 3-0, Crawley last week 3-0 as well. Uh, beat Newport as well there recently, 1-0. So, you know, they're, they're putting plenty of goals past teams in really good form at home. And yeah, with the incentive of a playoff spot to potentially secure, they should have too much to beat a Bradford side who are very, very mixed bag at the moment. Yes, yes. Uh, can't quite put my finger on them, to be honest with you. Um, you know, what's going to what's gonna happen there over the summer and, and all that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fully with you. Uh, let's look at Forest Green Rovers, Tom. I didn't think that Forest Green Rovers would be going into the last two games with any jeopardy on their games at all. I, I thought these guys would have been promoted weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Uh, and they have been promoted, but now they're level with points with Exeter for the League one, League 2 title, sorry. And going up in second or third, obviously either team would take it. But the opportunity to win a trophy, be crowned as champions, especially Forest Green, who have been there all season. You know, they, they have been the best team in the league, um, in my opinion, anyway. there was It's not that long ago we were talking about them being the best League 2 team in history. Uh, they're 1.4. So very, very short against Harrogate, who have basically just stopped playing, really. Uh, they did win their last game out against Carlisle, but before that, four straight defeats. Um, Forest Green haven't lost any of their last five home matches, and Harrogate haven't beaten Forest Green in their last three attempts. So a short price, but I think it's important to read out, especially with the the new narrative and the new motivation for Forest Green, uh, I think they'll get the job done. Yeah, okay, can see that one definitely. Um, kind of leads me in nicely to while well, I'm going to kind of 
not the strongest tip in the world, but I am going to go for Northampton at home to Exeter. So Northampton are priced at 2.26. And my thinking is that Exeter have spent so long <laughs> being nearly men in getting out of this division. Literally season after season after season, either playoff failures started fantastically well and just tailed off over the course of the season. They finally got the job done automatically and thoroughly deserved. Um, it doesn't seem like, it almost doesn't seem to me like winning the league is almost matters that much, as mm. weird as that sounds. They just want to get out of the league, which <laughs> they've done, objective achieved. Um, yeah. So it just makes me think, are they going to be completely on it for this game, knowing that they've already secured promotion? Um, and Northampton, who currently sit in third place, you know, a win, they're one point ahead of, of Port Vale in fourth at the moment. So a win would, you know, take them a long, long way towards uh, securing their League One status for next season as well. Um, their home form is strong. They've won three of the last five at home. Uh, they've kept three clean sheets in a row at home. They've beaten Exeter in the last four consecutive head-to-head matches as well. So they do have quite good form playing Exeter. Um, yeah, and I, for those reasons, I think Northampton could be a decent pick at 2.26. Yes, I, I get what you're saying. At the EFL Awards, I think the, a couple of their coaching staff were commenting that they were uh, still hungover uh, from their promotion. Uh, and deserved, Yeah, and deservedly <laughs> so, right? So yeah. maybe uh, maybe the celebrations are, are still going on. Who knows? Uh, Tom, can you tell me what happens when a team that hasn't won in 14 plays against a team that hasn't won in seven? Crikey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that. Say, yeah, say <laughs> no draw. more. Say no more. Two bad teams here. Um, but I am actually going to back Hartlepool to get a win away at Scunthorpe. 1.96. My This is pure narrative. 100% narrative. Because um, the stats are ugly. I'm not going to lie to you. But I think this will be the kind of the final nail in the Scunthorpe coffin of EFL. Um, of their EFL time, should I say. They are Obviously, going down to the National League, there's a lot of concern about the league going, the team going forward, the club. Lots of typical depression that comes with uh, the team dropping out of the league. Hartlepool, again, have been absolutely terrible, but this represents a really good season for them. Let's be honest, they're newly promoted, and I know no team has ever gone down uh, after going up from the National League at the first time of asking. But Hartlepool have finished 15th. Um, sorry, they are 15th at the moment. Uh, they could finish above a team, like, a team like Bradford, which would have seemed pretty impossible at the start of the season. The Monkey Hangers also have a tradition of going down in their final away game in mass fancy dress. So you can imagine that away end is going to be absolutely bumping compared to the the flat, depressed home crowd. So I'm wondering if that will trickle down to the players and give them a bit of motivation to uh, to go out, get a win, and, and put some smiles on some uh, Hartlepool faces. 1.96. It's a little bit of a, you know, kind of season-ending uh, fun one from me. Yeah, cool. Um, no more from me, really. 
uh, unless you've got any? No, no more from me. So we'll kind of uh, turn back the clock a little bit and we'll have a look at last week's treble, which unfortunately was let down by Millwall and Millwall only. We had Nottingham Forest to beat Peterborough. It was hairy, but they did so. They won 1-0. Uh, we had Exeter to beat Rochdale. They did so 2-0. That was probably the most comfortable leg. And then we had Millwall away at Birmingham, who, as I mentioned earlier, were in absolute dire straits, like as bad as it gets almost. And uh, yeah, Millwall, you know, excuse my French, shit the bed a little bit, to be honest with you, and and uh, gave up the lead twice and only managed to rescue a draw in injury time and, and drew 2-2. It was... It was at 6.6, best priced with Matchbook. So disappointing it didn't come in, but we've been working hard on this week's treble, Tom, and uh, we think we got one. Yeah, we can file last week's well under the uh, folder of hit the post, I think. That was yeah. very, very close. Millwall really let us down there. Yeah. Uh, but for this week, so hopefully we can go one better this week. We're going to go for uh, Wickham to get the win uh, away at Burton. We're also going to go for Bolton to get the win at home to Fleetwood and Sutton to get the win at home to Bradford. So Matchbook have best priced this at 8.0 for everybody. And as Tom mentioned, you can use that £30 money back as a free bet sign up offer using the code TFB podcast to try out the treble. Um, Completely risk free, really. So, yeah, check that out. Industry best odds of 8.0 just to give you a flavour of what else is out there. Same bet on Skybet, 6.67, Bet365, 6.49, Labbrooks and Coral, 6.76. So massively best priced here by Matchbook. Yes, so please do, if you are back in the uh, treble, don't sell for less. Back it with Matchbook. Um, Tom, we're going to just quickly look at fancy football in the Premier League, and you're really excited about this segment this week. Yeah, because it didn't quite stay the way it was. So I messaged you, Tom, was it Saturday night? Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, Saturday night. So all the league tables had updated on fantasy football. I had a scroll through. I thought, oh, I've done well this, pretty well this week. I actually had the highest score at the time of everybody in the league. <laughs> so I was like, bloody hell, I've got to text Tom about this. This is a one-off. <laughs> This never happened. To um, say how bad we've been all season, that's a massive yeah. win, isn't it? Yeah, massive, <laughs> massive win. win. Massive win. So I ended up with 77 points overall. Um, decent end to the season I'm, I'm having. I'm in 94th now. Oh, hello. Yeah. Title, title charge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how you no. doing? <laughs> Me? Lower. So the top 10 um, in reverse order is... Tom Arnold, Charlie Donnelly, Alpha M9K, David Brown, Vincent Rayner, Naven Brunskill, Chris Hindle, Oliver Hogden, Chantel Cruikshanks, and Caspers Grava. Caspers has hold on, held on sorry, to the top spot for second week in a row. Uh, he's not moved. Uh, Chantel is hot on his heels. 28 points separates them. Um, yeah, Caspers doing really well at the moment. Uh, top of the tree, in line for the free £20 bet, you can be really cheeky. If you're a new listener and you're absolutely flying at fancy football, 
you can join our league and get the league code from me and you will slot in at your rightful spot. If you've got a team and you want to be part of it for next season, you want to be organised, join the league anyway, and then you'll automatically be in it next year. So we'll run this again next year as we've done every year since we started the pod. Um, You can get the uh, league code from Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. So please give us a follow on there. Um, We are trying to grow our audience. um, So please help us out and give us a follow. And uh, again, yeah, you can tweet us for the fancy football code and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Yep. And if you have enjoyed the show, guys, we really appreciate the rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes, we would. So just want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, next week, we will be League One-less, um, we but, we, but we keep going. Yeah, so to give you a flavour of what's to come, um, as Tom mentioned, league, no League One next week, but we do have Prem, Champ and League Two to cover. Then after that, it is a Premier League and playoff special to round us up. Jeopardy. Love it. So looking forward to that. Hopefully with no Nottingham Forest involvement. (laughs) Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Take care. Gamble responsibly. Cheers.